Hello and welcome to the Inclusive Mindset with Dr. Chitalia. Today, we're going to be talking about one of the most fundamental components of a person's identity, their name. It is almost impossible to separate a person from their name. Before a child is even born, people are asking their parents, do you have a name picked out? We see lists published every year on the net of the most popular baby names. When we meet people, the first thing we do is exchange names. Why? Because names are a part of us. They are a part of our identity. In the world of diversity, equity and inclusion, DEI for short, so many topics are complex and multifaceted. They challenge thinking patterns and they demand tough conversations. The beauty of this topic of names is its simplicity. Names are a great first topic for this podcast series because we can start having meaningful conversations without throwing all the listeners right into the deep end. So let's talk about names. I want to start by making my position as clear as possible. We should refer to people, friends, co-workers, patients, kids by the preferred name. Now, this isn't some revolutionary idea. The phrase preferred name or chosen name may be new, but the concept has been around forever. Nobody says, oh, I love Reginald Kenneth Dwight, right? Of course not. They say, I love Elton John. Call it a stage name if you want, but when you boil down the concept, it's exactly the same. We call Elton John Elton John because that is what he wants to be known as. Okay, so as much as I could sit here and talk about Elton John all day, I want to pivot a little. We've talked about what a preferred name is. Now let's talk about why it is important to respect someone's name. I see two overarching reasons. The first reason I've touched on a bit. A name is interchangeable with personal identity. If you want to engage in any type of meaningful relationship with someone, the first step is establishing that you respect them for who they are. And of course, we'd want the same treatment from others. Wrapped in a name's identity, we may find cultural, religious or familial significance. Cultural and religious names can be associated with the person's values beliefs or traditions. Part of fostering an inclusive environment is acknowledging not only those models, but how those models shape the individual. Now, what if the name is rooted in a different language? Maybe you have a hard time pronouncing it. Do you know what? Try your best and ask to be corrected until you get it right. And I'm not just talking about pronunciation. Learn how to spell the name too, if you can. This makes a big difference, especially when we're addressing people in emails or memos. The name being in a different language should not be an excuse to disregard its significance. I did spend some time talking about personal identity. Now let's move on to my second point, which is no less important. This argument is most relevant in workplace settings and it's centered around dynamics, power dynamics. Misusing or mispronouncing a person's name can perpetuate power imbalances and can be interpreted as intentional acts of disrespect. 
I'm not saying we should assume the worst in each other. But if we look at this kind of situation from a historical perspective, we see that people have assigned nicknames and misnamed others to explicitly subvert power. Back in the slave days of America, masters refused to identify slaves by their real names. In fact, slurs not just for the black community, but for also other minoritized communities are often a function of using a name to degrade and humiliate. Beloved and Song of Solomon, both by amazing Toni Morrison, are great pieces of literature. And you can check it out if you're interested in reading more about this power dynamic in an in-depth manner. Morrison, while she's phenomenal and does a great job of highlighting not only the importance of name, but also color and identity in really intricate ways. But that's for a separate conversation. My point is that we have seen time and time again that nicknames and mispronunciations can embarrass, disrespect and undermine others. In the spirit of creating an inclusive environment, we must avoid these sentiments at all costs. Well, that's about the gist of it. Like I said, this is one of the simpler topics that I plan to address in this podcast. I mean, use the name a person prefers. It can't get much easier than that. As clinicians, healthcare organizations, we need to proactively make efforts to remember and document patients' names, their preferred names in charts, portals when we are addressing patients or emailing our colleagues, just to make sure that we are supporting those around us as best as possible. So there you have it. What's in a name? Well, a whole lot of identity, culture, and history. Let's respect all that and keep uplifting our community. Thank you all for listening and joining my podcast. Please do tune in for my next podcast, which is going to be Say Bye to the Biases. Until we meet again, take care of yourselves. Thank you.